and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. Going very smoothly, just like the New York Life Men's 2022 ACC Basketball Tournament. From the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. What's going on right now? Syracuse is giving Duke a hell of a time. Uh, haven't beat that into the ground five years in a row, have we? You, you didn't see, uh, you didn't see Jim, you didn't see uh, Bayheim's kid punch the guy yesterday, did you? In a game, all, you know, can I just say, but we're, I know we're, we're this is not the podcast. No, 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 no. Well, as you know, I told you I aggressively haven't paid much attention to college right. basketball, and then it must have been about two weeks ago for the first time. I see the fucking name Bayheim playing for Syracuse. Now, okay, two. it can't be an accident. There two aren't a lot of people. There's two, two of them. Kids. There's two All of right. them. Okay. So what? What's the worst fucking thing in the world? Nepotism. What? What is the worst? It's the worst thing. In the <laughs> and world. he doubles it. He does it twice. It's not right. enough to coach Shevsky's got his right. stupid ass grandkid coming off the bench. You got that right. happening. Right. So it's it's the old. First of all. It's not just Jim Beheim. It's those fucking kids. Yes. Wouldn't you not want to be there? I, I wouldn't even want to be where my dad is. The co- if, what the fuck is wrong with people? What's Although, wrong with them? If I'm if what I'm being fair, them? if I'm being fair, and I I don't get as you know, I don't give Beheim any quarter at all. At least one of those kids, and I can't figure out which one it is. It's pretty good. I don't know if it's the one that hit the one yesterday or the other one, but pretty good. I don't care. Coach K's kid, I have no idea. Your old friend, Fran McCaffrey, his son, playing for Iowa, is on his team as well. So, there you go. It's got to stop. It's got to <laughs> stop. Next thing you know, you're going to have a president who who gives advantages to all his kids. It's not going to happen. That's, we can't that can never that. happen. There would never be a president that names advisors with offices in the White House it's to right. his family. That, I, I don't know what you're – Sometimes you just say the craziest as long shit. As, they, as long as they don't bring a laptop with them, they'll be just fine, won't they? Uh-huh. <laughs> Boom. I think we've already started. Yeah. <laughs> it is the Brad and Brit cast. You, you, I guess you'll have started this whenever you felt like it previous to this moment, right? <laughs> so the official start time. You, you see, it's called a cold open. And they, at the beginning of Saturday Night Live every week, uh, uh, really? Kevin, they, that, they start, they start doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that how they do it? Is that, is that how they do it? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I, got, uh, I got some sound here to get us started. Please do some annoying sound, so obnoxious and, sound. Uh, this this one looks like it's uh, it's fairly hot off the presses. I haven't seen it spread around yet, so we get kind of first first uh, shot at it here. And uh, I, I posted this a few moments ago. I said, you know what? When I moved to North Carolina in 1987, for about the first 10 years, if I was speaking to a, a relative out of town or a friend that I've known and they lived somewhere else – somewhere in that conversation there'll be no we all don't love jesse helms no we all didn't vote for him more than half the state doesn't vote for jesse helms he's a piece of shit we think he's as big a fucking asshole as you all right that was 10 years now you can substitute the words madison cawthorn for that oh jesus yeah okay so here he goes he's he's going after the number one enemy of all decent people in the world that's right you know who he is he's President Zelensky of Ukraine. That's right. <laughs> Madison Cawthorn tells it like it is. Here we go. Remember that 
Zelensky is a thug. Zelensky is a thug. thug. We'll play it again. Okay, got it. He said he said they're incredibly corrupt and they've been pushing the woke ideology. That's what Madison exactly. Called. The congressman from Western North Carolina was saying he's had a very tough few months. I don't know if you saw that he recently got pulled over by the state highway patrol and he got busted for driving uh, with a revoked license. Oh, so that that might be his excuse. No, that's going, not an excuse. Going after <laughs> yes. Zelensky, and, everything's and, connected. Everything's in addition connected. to various things, I think wasn't there an issue with a gun of some sort that he tried to bring aboard a flight or something like that? And then he's gone through the divorce. It's been a tough time, and now he's calling the number one hero in the world, the most lauded human being on the planet, a thug and someone who is uh, lording over a corrupt government and expressing woke ideology. By the way, you can't come up with a worse insult in right-wing world than being woke, right? That's the worst possible thing you could say. Uh, we don't have uh, a, a take on exactly where he said this. It doesn't really matter, though. No. Um, an hour after this was first reported, and this was reported on Thursday by WRAL first in Raleigh, he appeared to walk back his remarks, saying oh. on Twitter... This is not a walk back, okay? Yeah. Russian President Vladimir Putin's actions are disgusting. I'm praying for Ukraine and the Ukrainian people. Sorry, not a walk back, okay? Because you theoretically could be right now praying for Ukraine and, and the people there, and at the same time attacking President Zelensky and saying he's corrupt and he's woke. And, and basically, he's a Hollywood liberal who can speak a couple more languages, I guess. Would that be a good way to, to, to put yeah, it? What, yeah. What oh, yeah. He's Sean Penn. He's, 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 he's Sean Penn. He's George yeah. Clooney. Yeah, that makes that makes complete sense. Uh, he posted a link to a conservative blog post with examples, including a story of Ukrainian soldiers on Snake Island who were feared to have been killed in the Russian attack later being reported as alive and well. Hold it. Isn't that the story? Of these guys who told the Russians to fuck off. That's correct. And the first report was that then they were shot on sight. Correct. And uh, I don't know what the follow-up is, but I don't know how that turns into uh, corruption <laughs> in Ukraine being demonstrated by uh, what happened. That sounds like a pretty gutsy thing to tell. I would love for the, that to be Russians my last. Would, I, I would love to for that to be my last words to somebody who was threatening to kill me. I would love for that to be the deal. I, I consider. Right, so, uh. uh Republican congressman or Republican office holder, what do you think of Madison Cawthorn's remarks? And of course, I guess the first take will always, I didn't hear them. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, uh, I'm going to have to look into that. Uh, I got to get to a meeting. Uh, the elevator doors are closing. So, and then the conversation. No, we actually have a state senator from North Carolina, Chuck Edwards, uh, who is running in the primary against Madison Cawthorn in whatever district he's uh, uh, going to be running in, because the last thing we'd want to do is stop him from running. Oh, for God's uh, sake. Yes. As per the 14th Amendment. He says, let's be clear. The thug is Vladimir Putin. We must unite as a nation to pray for President Zelensky and the brave people of Ukraine. Karl Rove. Aha. Karl Rove broke this story. And then WRAL picked it up. He first reported this. 
in the Wall Street Journal. He said it happened in Asheville. Last Saturday. Apparently there was a town hall in Asheville. There you go. That's where Madison Cawthorn said this. So Karl Rove broke it, and he says that the remarks uh, don't reflect Republican opinion. Guess what? It doesn't matter. Here's the way it works. That's right. That's right. If AOC AOC farts, okay, then every Democrat farts and has to answer for AOC's (laughs) fart. Exactly. Madison, right. And and why don't you kick AOC out? She farts. She's got to stop farting. If one fucking Democrat. You don't get to play the game. No, no. He is the center of the Republican Party now. Correct. He speaks for the Republican Party now. He's on Fox News more than anybody else in the Republican Party now. He is a newsmaker for you people. So don't play this game. No, if one fucking city council person in Palo Alto says defund the police, that means Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and every fucking Democrat wants to take every money away, strip police officers of their of their uniforms and throw them in the streets naked. That's what that means. So, yes, of course, you can't do this. This doesn't and that, that blows my mind. That blows my mind that he was like, well, this doesn't really represent. And by the way, the guy who's running against him, the guy, I guess he's running in the primary that you were just talking about, the thoughts that he gave about celebrating Zelensky and uh, repudiating Putin, that's not hard. That used to be not tough. That used to be a not hard call to make, not exactly the most courageous thing to say, right? All right, Larry Pittman, and most folks don't know that name. Larry Pittman is one of the total dick face off the charts Republicans at the state level in North Carolina. All, all right. right. I mean, he's he is so far right that the you know right doesn't even know itself anymore. But he came out and said that uh, all of us in North Carolina should support Zelensky. I've heard people criticize him and talk about he's no good either and that sort of thing. Well, I don't think he's near as bad as Putin. Oh dear right. God. Wow, how nice. <laughs> oh dear God. Right now, Right now, he's fighting for his life and the life of his people. I'm glad to see us stand up and support that. But have you ever heard a more backhanded <laughs> endorsement and support? He's not near as bad as idea. Right. Are you shitting me? Really? Right, right. <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, Britt, I don't know if you, you uh, uh, listened to this uh, 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 daily New York Times podcast from a few days ago where – the uh the the i think it's the moscow bureau chief i mean he's got he's got cred and he's been over in that part of the world forever and he really is a Zelensky watcher from way back yeah and when you hear his story all right when you hear just how well he had tapped into uh the psyche of not just people in ukraine as the biggest tv star there but russians too because he spoke their language because he had been born in Russia and was able to speak to them and use that several years ago, that ability and his abilities to, to uh, ad lib and, and, and speak extemporaneously and be funny and intelligent at the same time and say, there's too much corruption in this country. I want to fight corruption, which of course, naturally that's what people like Madison Cawthorn are accusing him of the most, right? And that, of course, then ties back in with fucking Trump and the bullshit that he wanted Zelensky to uh, come out with about the Biden family. Okay, which then goes back to the lie about how Joe Biden demanded that uh, Ukraine fire a prosecutor, which, of course, 
that's not what happened. That's no. a total misstatement. But okay, forget that. But Zelensky's story is so remarkable on how he ran for president and was elected there and was laughed at, of course, because he had been a, a comedian and a, and a darn good one. And if you haven't seen the Zelensky playing the piano with his penis video, please watch it. It's really funny. It's great. Uh, on the, it's on the show. It's on the show. And it's not, you don't see anything, but it's great. It's well done. Um, and to, to think that a guy who you thought was a goofball because he was a comedian, if that's what you think comedians are, that they're not thoughtful people, that they can't have intelligent ideas about politics, and that what is Ukraine thinking? Well, the answer to that is, where do we find these kind of people? Where, where do they come from? You never know sometimes. But Ukraine has found one for this moment. Um, I can't think of the last time when a country was under siege like this where the leader didn't hop on a plane and get out of town before sundown. Can you think of one? No. I don't. I don't have an example. I can't remember the last time that he did that. Now, is there a point at where he might have to leave if he did, would anyone say that he's cutting and running and that he's no. a gutless wimp? Of course not. Oh, I take that back. You're wrong. I think yeah. there will be people. They're waiting here. There are people like Madison Cawthorn. Well, okay. Madison Cawthorn and, and Mr. Swanson family meal there at nine o'clock on Fox. Right. Yeah. Or eight eight o'clock right. on Fox. Sure. They're, those guys are going right. to call him a big, big pussy whenever they've ever done their life that's brave at all is try to say, hey, why did you litter? Pick that right. up. Right. So uh, uh, think of the... Uh, uh, the symmetry here, the United States, five years ago, elected a, quote, entertainer, yeah. a game show host, a reality show host, and uh, we laughed at him. People like you and me, we laughed at him. And you know what? We were kind of right to laugh at him yeah, we were. because he really didn't have anything going on intellectually, and the office was way too big for him and did everything that he did while he was president did it all go to shit not all of it not every second that he okay but enough of it and he's left enough crap behind uh including his policies uh about drilling for oil and and helping our energy supply these are these are policies that were in place when joe biden took office so don't blame joe biden for every bit of uh, forget that. We'll, we'll just go down that whole road about whose fault it is about the price of gas. But just compare Trump and his profile and what the American people fell for, at least in enough of the uh, states to give him an electoral college victory. At least he didn't win a majority. We can feel good about that, I guess. Mm, oh, that's yes. right. We have the fucked up system. We're right. the country. We're right. the great democracy. Yeah. We're the ones yeah. that elected fucking Donald Trump with a minority of the votes. And Zelensky won a 70% uh, victory to become the president of Ukraine. And uh, uh, he's more... He's more than uh, uh, exceeded expectations. And in these moments, uh, I don't think you can say anything if you're an honest person and that you should be just having your jaw going, oh, wow, wow. He is, uh, he's saying the right things. He, he knows the theatrics. He knows the optics. But they do not overwhelm the message. The message has cut through. 
And are there times now, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the uh, blowback when he really gets up the United States' ass and says, give me the fucking planes already, right? You're getting a little bit out over your skis there, Zelensky. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, they will take that out of context because very often in the same statement, he will be exceedingly gracious and thankful for the help that the West is giving Ukraine. He just is trying to push us that last mile to get him the ability to defend the airspace of Ukraine against what's going to be a massive assault here that's going on right now. But I think by any measure, by any measure, he is a, a, a great figure. He could turn out to be one of the great figures in not just modern history, but it, but in all of history, if this works the way we want it to, that it doesn't just get bogged down for years as an occupation, and he has to just lead kind of a, a government in exile that, that continually fights the Russians, they're never going to give in. They're, they're not going to do it. Now, I, I guess if Putin drops a large nuclear bomb in the middle of the country and uh, there's no one left to surrender because they're all dead, yeah. I guess Putin declares victory over fallow land for which crops cannot be grown for the next 12 million years, right? I guess that's a victory. But uh, assuming that Putin will not do that and Zelensky lives a long life, uh, he, he, is, he is quite a figure. Uh, one that, again, two weeks ago, most people would never have uh, remembered his name, even from except, in, except in Madison Cawth, except in Madison Cawthorn land, where he's a thug and he's into woke ideology. <laughs> you know what? And by the way, we don't even want to play the game. Oh, can you give me an example of that? No, we're we're not. It's stupid. You know, you just say it. It's Tourette's. Example of it. They just get to label you that. Right? No, it's and, it's and it's, it's right wing Tourette's. Whoop, woke. Whoop. Yeah. It's all. It's all you get. And, and we're. By the way, we're, we're as they ramp up the slaughtering of civilians. In uh, they, they've been doing it for a while, but the Russian army is now. If they can't make gains in the land they're just going to kill as many men women and children as they possibly can indiscriminately i uh, i think we're about this far away from lauren bobert and marjorie taylor green going well why are we caring about lives over there and we don't care about the lives of babies over here i'm i'm i'm, I'm assuming that that's going to be the next thing out of their mouths i, I think you are so late seconds. to the party you are so late to the party with that idea okay <laughs> they already because said it. remember remember brit that's the center square on their bingo card uh. Which, which is you bring up anything and yeah. they can reference that back to, yeah, but the babies are being killed here. We've we've killed 50 million of them since Roe versus Wade. Oh. Why don't you care about that? That you you have no argument on anything. No, it's over <laughs> because that will be hurled at you instantly and without shame, because uh, that is that is the measure. All but right. They, they uh, have ramped so up I, the, the slaughtering of civilians. That's something again, yeah, that's really right. coming to uh, the past couple of days. They are just killing everybody they possibly can. And they don't give a shit one way or the other. Right. But, and, and if, if you want to, if you want to uh, parse the language and, and, and see how much on eggshells uh, we are, because we're not quite sure whether uh, Putin is uh, so crazy out of his mind that if he hears one mean thing, one mean tweet, and he's off to the races and thinks he can push a, a nuclear button. Um, this uh, this whole this whole argument. Well, have war crimes been 
commit. We need to have an investigation. Yeah. Let's uh, let's begin the investigation, right? And, and of course, uh, the rest of us. Uh, there's an elephant over there. What is that? What's an elephant? Oh, we do. We need to investigate that. Yes, we do. We'll get back to you. That's how. The, but that's how we have to operate because we operate within the law and mm. uh, the laws of uh, of international conflict as agreed to in the Geneva Conventions after World War II. All those kinds of things. I will tell you that uh, if you're uh, if you're betting, if you're betting futures on on Putin, um, I would bet chemical. I would bet chemical. His track record is chemical weapons. Used them in uh, the Chechnya steamroll and in Syria. He's good at it. Of course, by the way, I'm going to predict that. And I will also go to the bank on the pushback after it is uh, pointed out that this is just another level of depravity beyond human decency that anyone has ever performed in the modern era going back to hitler their response will be of course this was the united states this was ukraine doing it to their own people in ukraine to make us look bad to make us that that's their answer to everything everything is a false flag from their point of view they're lying about it and and they know it, but uh, that that's a and that's a horrible prediction. I hate to make it, uh, and of course, use of chemical weapons is absolutely banned uh, everywhere. So, um, it's it's really depressing. I want to say it's very I, depressing. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't I don't see the way out at this point. Obviously, I don't think the Russians have an end game. There's no way to save face on this obviously the russian economy is is getting destroyed from all fronts there's not going to be anything left but again that's not something that putin seems to care about very much um well he probably if he he probably does care about it he's not going to let you see him sweat yeah right he's not gonna he's not gonna get on there and and read statistics about uh inflation in russia or the uh, lack of purchasing power for a ruble, if you find one on the streets of Moscow, it's not very high. It's not worth much, and he's not going to—he's not going to whip out uh, for visual purposes his wallet and show you his credit card that still works, even if yours doesn't. Okay, he's not going to do that. Uh, that's not the, the Russian. The Russian expe- the Russian Express black card. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what he's got. That's how right. he's doing it. Right. Right. Um, the oligarchs well, are getting the oligarchs. He has no quarter anywhere. The oligarchs are having their stuff. This is the Abramovich guy uh, in Great Britain who owned that uh, Chelsea football team who's having to sell it and they're freezing right. assets all over the place. Eventually, the rich guys who either tolerated or outright supported Putin, eventually they, they're not going to be a poor in the storm for him, right? Well, see, these are all things that we go, well, once this happens, blah, 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 blah. This feels similar to four years of, well, Trump's finally done something that's so unsupportable that he's going to have to see his support wither away, even from those art. You, you can't believe that he did blank. You just, that, that is just beyond the pay. Right? And, and, you know, he lived for another day and he's still living and he still hasn't been charged with a goddamn crime yet, which he right. should be. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I wouldn't count the fact that Igor having his yacht towed away 
in Monaco is going to result in Putin being overthrown. I don't think it's going to work that way. Not not going to work that way. It's going to take it's going to take somebody within that military to make a move. And uh, again, that's not what I'm placing a bet on either right now. But but it could happen. That could, that could happen. It's yeah. happened before. Right. If there's if there's visible, abject, undeniable, grinding poverty that breaks out very quickly uh, among people who really did think that the Faustian bargain that many Russians made with the idea that uh, Putin was the dictator of the country, but their lives were okay, uh, They'd actually been able to uh, make some money. They got their education. They're living in Moscow. They, they keep their nose clean. And they, they go to their Starbucks and all the uh, Western things that expanded into mm-hmm. Russia after the fall of the Soviet Union. Life's okay for them. It's good enough. If, all, if, if millions and millions of those people out of the 130, 140 million people in Russia, and I'm not counting the probably hundred and some million who, who live like shit or, or uh, and a lot of them do. Um, but if there's a, enough of a, a, a sizable minority that, that, that really says what the fuck is going on here and they know the truth, even if they're afraid to say it, even if they haven't been out on the streets protesting. Yeah. There, there is internal domestic political pressure on Putin. We just don't, see it and they're really good at squashing it i will tell you something that surprised me today yeah this morning um because we know that american news organizations uh, basically have uh, pulled out of yes. russia because of the the uh law that was uh, passed the other day saying if you call it a war if you call it an insurrection if you if you call it uh uh if you call it an invasion by Russia, uh, you will be branded a liar, and you could get 15 years in prison for that. I was watching uh, BBC this morning on my uh, on my Spectrum cable. I get the BBC uh, America Channel, and uh, you know their anchors. I guess most they're they're in London, but they have a correspondent who is in Moscow, and she was saying everything that, based on what I just said. She should have been arrested right there. There should have been a Russian minder to grab her and put her in jail because she she talked about the war and the invasion and the, the atrocities and all of the things that that we know are are true. So what's going on here? Why is why is the BBC there and we've all left? Um, I don't have the answer to that. It's just something that I noticed this morning. If the people do rise up against Putin and they storm the, the Kremlin and they murder him with guns and knives, Trump will then say they got the idea from him. I think that's probably what Trump's going to claim credit. If it hadn't been, <laughs> it was my idea. The insurrection actually planted. You're just being so cheap about this. He's going to take credit for anything. <laughs> you take credit for anything is it's a, it's like the how it's the old howard stern thing howard stern would take credit yeah, he was the first guy par- he did parody songs he did frank you know phony phone calls all that shit that was all howard stern he was no limbaugh was the first guy to do parody songs Don't nobody you know ever that? did a parody song before Rush right. limbaugh. <laughs> it's paul shanklin <laughs> 
Nobody ever did one. So Nobody yeah, there's not much one. to go with. Uh, so let's. You want to you want to bitch about gas I, prices some more? We, yeah, we wait, wait. I, 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 I got I got something. You know, things are happening that, of course, we're not noticing because of the uh, the international situation and the uh, inflation situation and things that really are are are, are topic A's. But uh, one of the uh, discussion points forever that uh, we've been talking about the uh, postal service going into the toilet yeah, 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 and this idiot, this idiot Lewis DeJoy who lives in our town. He's from Greensboro yeah. now. Yeah. Got a big, a big house about four miles from me here. Jesus. Um, and uh, one, one of the discussion was why, what's wrong with the postal? Why can't they make any, why do they lose so much money? What is the deal here? And of course the, well, it's because FedEx and UPS are taking away all the packages, blah, 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 all those reasons. But the real reason that we knew was true was that they had this crazy ass thing that they came up with years ago. And this only existed for the postal service where they had to fund their healthcare costs 75 years going forward for all the retirees of the postal service. Okay. Which so no company has to do. No, no private company would ever have to do. Wait, they're, so they're funding the healthcare retirement benefits for people who haven't been born yet who yeah. might work at the postal service Correct. all right and, but we can't get rid of that because that's no. just the way it is that's it all right well guess what the senate knocked it out the senate knocked it out let me see if i have this right is this the hang on brad's wrong wait um, a minute it cleared I the house uh -huh. 342 to 92 it was not a party line vote at all it was an mm -hmm. overwhelming vote 342 to 92 so postal employees would just go into medicare like normal human beings <laughs> right and the post service would save 50 billion dollars where is it is the senate uh, gonna is is joe manchin gonna fight this one too well look at your if you'll look at your screen i think you'll see yeah Senate okay, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. Senate did pass it. Very good. Thank you. And uh, Thank going you. to Why Biden's desk. Get out and... ahead of my skis too much on that one. So Isn't that going to the... And additionally, the much maligned and beleaguered United States Postal Service got an attaboy from the United States Senate for all of the hard work they did during the pandemic. Yeah. Which is uh, amazing right. to me because they just kick the shit out of the postal service. Right. Talk about it's right. again. Right. It's part of the the overall paradigm of the Republican Party that government can't do anything right. Correct. That's what. They, and, and, they, and by the way, we're going to make sure we do everything to make sure they can't right. do everything. Right. Correct. That's exactly right. So they passed it. They they've moved it on. It's going to be on Biden's desk. There's going to be no controversy. He's going to sign it very very quickly and get that done and and that's that's one great thing that's happened that we've gotten that, that out that, 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 that is actually a great thing and then it you is. go well, wait a minute why did it take until now for that to happen oh wait we had to wait until the the cost of a stamp yeah. went up nine times in the time from probably it was probably 25 cents when they first started talking about it now i think a stamp is 58 or or, or something like that so anyway uh, that's just, uh, is that uh, good news? We're allowed to just stick that in there in, in the middle of all this shit. Okay. In the midst of everything. And it does seem, you know, as you, as you say, there was some bipartisan support, uh, not completely, but you know, cause there's always going to be one or two assholes 
God, I saw something. Oh, the uh, the the um proclamation to support Ukraine. There are even like I think three Republicans who voted against that in the House. One of them was that Tom Massey asshole from, and I, one of them was Gosar, <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Gosar. Tom Massey from Kentucky, and I, I think Gosar voted against it. And maybe Marjorie or maybe Lauren. There were like three of them that fa- it was just a proclamation supporting the Ukrainian people, and you know denouncing the brutal war of Putin. But again, there were like two or three Republicans that voted against that. <laughs> it's just ain't ain't that America? I tell you ain't what, there's there's something to say for that, man. And, but you can get this passed. Um, but I, I, again, it, it, these are these are very difficult times uh, for for not only for the, the Ukrainians, obviously, who are being slaughtered in the streets and have no idea where their families are and may lose a couple of generations of family, but also you know for the American people, this is a very very difficult time. It is emotionally deflating for the average American to roll down the street and see gas at four bucks and a quarter, four seventy-five, five dollars. That's that that takes some of the wind out of your sails. I don't care how positive you are. I don't care how much of an affirmation in your life you got your heart right with God, you got a good relationship with your mom, you and your wife are getting along, all that other shit. If you're rolling down the street, you're the average Joe out there making 35, 36 grand a year trying to trying to put it all together and you see five bucks a gallon for a gallon. It takes something out of you, right? Uh, yeah, it's it, it's tough, and uh, you don't want to be the guy, which means I'm about to be the guy, who says, "Well, that's not nearly as difficult to handle as um, a rocket coming through your front window, of course, exploding and kill." I mean, it, and, and by the way, it isn't one or the other. No, it isn't. One or the other. Um, and when, and by the way, when the credit bureau, when the credit company, credit card company calls and they want their payment, you go, well, I, I can't make the payment, but Hey, I'm not dead from a rocket. They don't care. <laughs> they don't give right. a shit. They, it doesn't matter to them. And also everybody knows that when that gas is four fifty, four seventy five, five dollars $5, that means everything that's on the shelf at every store is going to be going up as well. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's demoralizing. That's, that's the very difficult thing. And this is where, um, Joe Biden becomes this figure, and I don't know how you get out of this because we talked about this with Jimmy Carter in the late 70s. He sort of became this guy that the Republicans kind of, oh, he can't do anything. And people, he's just telling well, you to put on a sweater and crank your thermostat okay. down and shit like that. I, of course, you're, you're, you're a thousand percent right. This is a very difficult situation. Yeah. And, and the S word, the S word is, is now moving further and further towards uh, the head of the class, which we hope it never makes the head of the class, stagflation. Stagflation. Where you have. You have an economy that is starting to slow. That's misery. Not grow so much, and prices are going up at the same time. That's and misery. that's very difficult to solve. And it, it doesn't get solved uh, by the Federal Reserve having a meeting and announcing, you know, the, the prime rate is going up a quarter percent. It does. It doesn't. It's not that yeah. easy. And, how would you like to be Jay Powell? How, how would you like to be Jay Powell in that situation well, where there is not, stagflation? Right. It, it's 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 different. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I mean, what last week, last week, you know, they're still hiring. Lots of jobs are still begging and they're, they're still hiring people. And absolutely. If there's if there's inflation, if if you've had trouble making ends meet or your benefits ran out a few months ago and you're still living on fumes. I guess it's even more likely that you would get off your ass and go get a job if that's the way you've uh, been. I don't believe that's been the problem. Uh, I don't think so either. I don't either. think that really has been. But, but uh, um, I mean, it, it's not all 
end of the world shit, but it's, but it's difficult since there's no way to predict, no way to predict what's going to happen with uh, the war no. and with the uh, international situation and with trade issues and China and how they're going to be playing this. Uh, I, uh, earlier today, I saw where, again, if, if you're a uh, person who thought that uh, one of the great investments opportunities of the last few years was uh, Chinese internet stocks, Alibaba, JD, Baidu, all these kinds of names, giant companies uh, who do business in China, their internet. Well, how, how could that be a loser? And you thought you were going to, you were in so much trouble. And the J Chinese government clamped down on these companies big time last year. And it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And I don't know what that means for us, but if, if, if China goes over the edge economically, but that's going to reverberate here big time. Oh, it is. Big time, big if you, time. If, you, if, we could make a, if we could just start a list of American companies, they thought they had this Chinese thing figured out. You and I could go for hours, right? right you and right. I could if, go for uh, hour yeah, after hour. Look, uh, you, know, um, I, I, you know, Starbucks, <laughs> Apple. There's a million. Yum, you know, chi uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Yum Brands. You know, they're all, they're all extremely, extremely embedded exactly. into China Not, yeah. and China. Uh, General Motors, yeah. uh, the, the, it, Nike. It's, it's a big deal, and uh, um, I don't know. It's I, I, I have no prediction here. Um, it just feels gloomier uh, economically than it has uh, any time in my life. Which you know, I'm a great contrary indicator. When I finally throw in the towel, that's the time for you to get in there and, okay. and buy it. Well, a you need to get up you need, the floor, so. You've been reluctant in the past. I would like to. I would like you to at least be vague in some. Have you made some specific money moves in taking some money and putting it on the sidelines recently? No. Again, knowing that you're not an indicator of anything, and what you do is anecdotal and doesn't. But have you that's have right. you done that? Which probably means which probably means I'm wrong. Which <laughs> probably means I should have done what you just said. Which means I didn't, and uh, I will regret it. But uh, uh, if if I were to go back, because I've now got you know uh, forty five years, yeah. <laughs> forty five years of of of, of doing this. I can say absolutely with certitude that if I had not tried to be cuter than the uh, average bear, and I'm using the word bear, not in any kind of bull bear. If I, I've just stuck with my knitting all the way through and never wavered, I'd be better off than I am now. Uh, that being said, you do have to sleep at night. <laughs> it's, it's, it can be difficult. That's to sleep the metric. Night. That's always the metric. Right. And, and the, but you know, I, I can roll out every fucking cliche that I've heard a million times when times are tough and when markets are on the way down and appear poised to maybe go down a lot. Um, let's see. Let's see. This time it's different. Oh, wait a minute. This time it's not different. Um, you can't time the market, um, but you should have some cash on the sidelines to buy. Well, how do you do that? Then you're timing the market, but you yeah. shouldn't time the market. Well, how do you have cash? Where, where are these sidelines where there are piles of money? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> what, what, what is that all about? You know, I saw uh, uh, 
sometimes doing nothing is the best policy. In fact, a lot of the time, most of the time, sure. it, it really is. I can't, I can't tell you, I can't tell you that, and I'll give you one move that I made yesterday. And, and again, this is tiny. It, is, it means it nothing. Is, it means nothing, but it's, it is, it's going to be illustrative. It is, it is probably 0.1% of, it, it just doesn't mean anything. I bought yesterday the stock of Moderna. The drug Moderna, company. okay. All right. Stock of Moderna was down about 70% from its top. Jesus. Um, it's got murdered. Now, why did Moderna go down 70%? Did they become a shitty company? Do their vaccines not work? Correct. Uh, what happened? Or do they have no potential for the future? The answer to all those is no, no mm. nothing. All right. So that is not a company event right? It's a stock and sentiment event. People decided I'm done with Moderna. I already got my shot. Fuck it. I'll move on to the next. Uh, So that's why I bought Moderna. It's better to buy it at uh, 140 than at 400, right? Much better. It's on sale. It was on sale. So I bought, that's all, that is all I've done personally uh, in, in many, many, weeks that's it that's all and and you know that i turned over most of what uh what what we've got to uh these guys yeah up in up in new york we let them do it and uh um you know we'll, we'll see how it works out but um it's 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 really it's a really hard thing for for people who have money for people who don't have money yeah I'd rather have money and have to worry about it than not have money and have to worry about having less than no money. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate, but it's, it's difficult. This, this is the, the argument that as a politician, you can't make, you can't say if you're Joe Biden, eh, it could be worse. If you'd like to lose every election for every Democrat for the next hundred years, well, no, go out and that. say that. <laughs> that's, that's what you can say. I, I, I'll tell you where I, where I think he, and, and, and maybe it's because you can't be what I'm about to say anymore. You cannot, you cannot make the American public take medicine that doesn't taste good. They don't want it. They do not want it. Um, I believe, and I'm thinking of this as I say it, I believe Franklin Roosevelt, during all of the, the great oratory that he put out there, he did use the phrase, and look, look this one up right now, Dr. Feelgood. Oh, okay. Boy. I think he used that. And then I could Molly Crew ripped him off? Yeah, yeah, Dr. Feelgood. Because, of course, he had to dispense a lot of bad medicine to the American people, and uh, his ability to communicate um, compared to Joe Biden, it's not a, it's not a contest, and you can't expect uh, uh, you know, Joe Biden to be at that level. Of course, Joe Biden's about 20 years older than FDR was when he was in office most of the time. But I'm sorry. The, Not fair. The, the original Dr. Feelgood was yep. a doctor yep. in Germany named Dr. Max Jacobson. Okay. <laughs> he treated numerous high-profile clients in America, including President Elvis? John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Jacobson oh. came to be known as Miracle Max and Dr. Feelgood because he administered, he administered highly addictive vitamin shots laced with various substances, including amphetamine and methamphetamine. That that would make you feel good. 
That would make you feel real, real good. To be fair, for the message you were just talking about with Joe Biden, the American people have been through a lot in the past couple of years. I mean, I, people aren't just whining out there. COVID was something that that put us through hell. It, it, it hurt the economy. It stopped people's uh, way of life. Um, it, it closed some restaurants. It closed some bars. It closed a lot of family businesses. They got they got slaughtered, right? And then as you kind of are getting a comeback, and we we know that the economy in the past 12 months has added 8 million jobs, all of a sudden, bam, you're hit right in the face with this unbelievable inflation. So the, the American people have, 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 have suffered by any metric at all. The broad swath, now, of course, the very wealthy have done just perfectly fine. They're okay. But the American people, the rank and file, the guys that go out there, drink their coffee at 6.30 in the morning and commute you know, 12 miles to an office, they, they've been hurt, right? Mm. Yeah. But and we can sit back here and be all high-minded about the fact that and I don't think it's being high-minded, that, that we may be in a situation right now akin to late 1930s, early 1940s in the world and in the United States. And uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I believe someone uh, much more prominent than, than, than I said it uh, this week that the difference between Hitler and Putin is that uh, Putin is Hitler with nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. And we did talk about that. We said, what if Hitler would have had nuclear weapons? You right. know, the, the game he, would have changed. And, and he was so fairly close. He was, he was getting there. Right. He was close. He was close. And so the prudence, I'll use it. I hate that word, but the prudence by which the administration is approaching explicit support for Ukraine that will and can be uh, interpreted by Putin as declaring war is frustrating. It's annoying, but boy, we have definitely not done well with shoot first, ask questions later in our foreign policy. That's, that's been a bad idea. Um, uh, are we already in a shooting war with Russia? If you're saying yes, then let the planes fly and let's see what happens if you're saying no and that because we go by the technical rules of warfare and what constitutes declarations of war uh supplying the other side or your side with all kinds of weaponry apparently that's not declaring war (laughs) i I don't know how that works if uh uh in, in in the real world uh, it isn't just the guy who robs the bank. It's the accomplices who help plan it. It's the accomplices who supplied the car. It's the accomplices who uh, got the bank robber the gun who are just as culpable. But that's not the way it works in war, unfortunately. No. And so we are, for Russian purposes, not Ukraine. They want to take over Ukraine. They don't want to have a land war with us. They don't want us in there. I don't think this is Putin's endgame to get into an actual military conflagration directly with either the United States or all of the countries of 
Europe. Um, and we don't want that either because we think, I think, that a desperate Putin growing more desperate day by day becomes just a little bit more tempted to go nuclear. And then there's this other side that, well, you know, he may be, he may be isolated. He may be crazy, but he's not suicidal. Because the minute he, the minute he goes nuclear in Ukraine, you know, Moscow may become a, uh, a grease spot. It's I don't possible. know. Yeah. I mean, we're not ever going to be the country that strikes first nuclear, but we're going to do a damn good job of being second. And uh, when you hear the, when you hear the statistic, Britt, that Russia by far has the most nuclear weapons, like, I don't know, they have like 8,000 or something. We only have 4,000. Does that mean anything? Not really. Does that mean anything? No, because two can wipe out the earth, you know, wipe out the population of the earth like five times over. It doesn't really matter. Well, I don't know whether two can, but but <laughs> certainly certainly a thousand can. How it's about not that? gonna be it's not gonna be an the issue. First thousand, yeah, yeah. Right. Um do you the last piece here, did you do you actually own any Apple? Do you have Apple? Oh yeah. Okay. Everyone has Apple, Britt. I don't know there's if there's not one there is not without no, there is not one person, not one person in America. That doesn't have a little piece of apple. Who, who doesn't have some apple? If they don't own it directly, then they are in uh, some kind of a mutual fund or uh, exchange traded fund that owns Apple. It is the most widely held uh, stock in the country and one of the biggest companies in the world. One or two, I guess. The they, answer is um, yes. They started up to the year like um, a little bit over one eighty, and I, as I'm looking now, it's trading a little bit under one sixty. So if you're yeah. one of those people, again, you know, I don't I don't know this stuff. I don't know if that's a bottom. I don't know if you can get it cheaper than that. I have no idea. But if again, you were talking about just the basic you think Apple is never going to make another product that's going to have people lining up around the block again. If you think they're always going to have these these supply chain issues in China, yeah, then you don't touch it. But at the same time, if you believe that they've got a track record of developing amazing I, things I, well, and, and controlling consumer uh demand, then you know, it was, you go. No, it, it's it's the measure of them is not yeah do people line up to, to get the next phone that we don't care doesn't about because doesn't it, suck it, well it, it, but it doesn't matter okay that hasn't been for five years okay there hasn't been that for five years uh, but uh, what they've done is very smart in uh, not only of course updating the, the products and introducing new variations on them every year or so. Uh, but they have expanded that that uh, that world of uh, getting integrated with the company more and more, not just through the physical products. Uh, is Apple TV equal to Netflix or is it equal to Disney? No, of course not. No. But but every time someone has bought an Apple product in the last three years, you get a full year of Apple TV for free. Okay doesn't cost them anything to add one more person no and your tendency is when it runs out probably a lot of people say oh fuck it i don't need it and a lot of people start paying you know 40 or 50 bucks a year uh to to stay with it i don't know anybody like that i would never do that my yeah of course i did that um but uh through all the all the updates and and uh 
the Apple Music and the Apple Pay, all the other shit that they do, they're trying to push up that revenue so that they're not thought of only as a, a, a company that makes phones and iPads and, and, and computers. They're more than that. Um, yeah, there you go. Well, because they give away so much of it. You know, Netflix doesn't give away uh, free, free Netflix anymore. So, of course. And then they, um, uh, but they, they, but they, 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 they just, but they announced that huge deal to have exclusive like Major League Baseball on Friday yeah. night. How's yeah. that working? <laughs> what do you mean? How's that? Work? It doesn't fucking matter, Brit. Brit, see that's see you're laughing at it. Everything that they do, they had a huge. It was a, no, it was a massive. Like, it was a massive press event. We got this. We're going to be in a live sports arena, and all of a sudden, there's not going to be a live sport for you to televise because Major League Baseball's fucked everything. No, up. that was part. No, that was part of their their rollout of all their products. That was a small part of it. But it's it's huge you know, to wow, say that they're going to. You are you're an you're an Apple hater. No, you I'm not. Ha- I'm not a hater. You're drinking the Kool Aid. Obviously, you're just sucking. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. Tim, Tim Cook's ass is like coming out in your mouth for some reason or other. They announced they're going to be in the live sports arena, which is a huge deal. As you noticed, that the the revenue and the the rights fees for live sports have gone through the roof. It's the only thing that beats the DVR on television, and it's a huge deal. They decide, hey, we're going to get in this arena. Everybody else is. Amazon's there. We're going to go, and then all of a sudden. What they're doing isn't going to happen because there's no major league baseball season apparently because they can't get it together. That's yeah, not they, good news. They for Apple. Have thought of that. That's not what positive. A dumb idea. That's not a positive they'll development they'll, for Apple. There'll never be any. There'll never be any baseball again. And I think you should sell your Apple stock because I'm not, say, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm just saying that you make this huge announcement. You're going to be in. Hey, we got this. And, and by the way, nobody gave a shit anyway. Nobody gives a shit about baseball anyway, but you got in that space and you did it. And all of a sudden what you did, it sucks a huge ass. It's It's not about baseball. Britt, when the next NFL contract is up for bid, who do you think is going to be in there? It's going to be not just CBS, no, Fox, I'm, NBC. I'm quite aware. I, as you mansplain this, I'm quite aware. As you as you mansplain this, yes, I'm aware. It's going to be Discovery, which is taking over, of course, the Warner Media properties and HBO Max. It's going to be Amazon. It's going to be Netflix. It's going to be all of those things. But Apple's first foray into live sports has sucked a big dick. You can't even you can't spin that in any way, shape perform they they dipped a toe in it and now they're getting their asses kicked for it now eventually major league baseball might work things out because really this is major league baseball's problem because they can't they can't figure shit out the the players are pissed off over the last deal they got used in it and now they're going to just nuke the entire season and then and if they think people in this environment this is this is something i think you will agree in if you think that people are out there who are paying five bucks and five fifty a gallon for gas, or just waiting and dying for Major League Baseball to come back so they can spend two hundred bucks at the ballpark with their family. Baseball has clearly mismanaged this situation. They are not reading the room, correct? Well, nice pivot away <laughs> from your attempt to try to take down a two trillion dollar company because of a deal <laughs> it's that they have down. to not televise games that aren't going to happen that it's doesn't matter worth down. shit to try to, to pivot away but that was a good one that was it's, that you should run for office because it, you just you just changed the subject there. it's not taking down the, the the thesis statement is their first four in live sports is sucking a huge dick right now well, that's that's the thesis statement. Of course it's not. But wrong. Of course, but it's not going to cost them any money. You don't have to pay the right fees if there's no games. But it's not helpful. There. It's there's not helpful. There. And, and, and it's not helpful. And it's like it was a huge announcement. It was a big deal. Hey, we negotiated. No. We did this. Oh, and now but you got nothing. Again, you, you're arguing on both sides of your mouth. You you realize you know that the reason that they did this 
is to start to get a foothold and to change the idea that Apple TV is just this thing that has movies and a few new shows that they want to be part of the uh, the more current idea and of live. And by the way, Netflix has talked about that. Of course, they've they all talked about that. So it so I I don't know what the fuck is the big deal about. Apple, uh, this is why well, this is the end. Uh, well, they, they've had it right up until now. This will take them down. What the hell is wrong with you? The company hasn't always well, done. Hey, hey, Brick, maybe Samsung will get in on it. <laughs> Samsung will get in. Samsung idea. is going to rock it, and their and their Google TV oh, is going to be locked with it. What the hell's wrong? They're going to do a much better job. <laughs> Yeah, now, it'll be it'll be more clever because you'll be able to take your TV screen and fold it into two while you watch the games. You'll be able to watch one game on one side and one side. At least with on, Samsung, on the, the phone stopped exploding. I mean, come on, give him some credit. I forgot all about that. Yeah. How long ago was that? It wasn't that long ago. I think it was about eight years ago. Yeah, they started burning, exploding, and doing all that shit. See, but 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 here here's the. Here's the God. problem. You started you started this whole thing about Apple. Yeah. By naively saying and looking at the stock price and yeah. saying it's gone from 180 to 160, it must be over, all right? No, so that's not what I Hang said. On. No. Yes, you did. No. Yes, you did. You're Maybe lying, you you're lying about what I said. You're lying I'm not what lying I was about what you No, said. you're you lying about you no, you're lying about what I said. What I said was it started at 180. It's down below. If you're someone who is speculative and you think that they're not going to come back, then you probably should not buy it. But if you have some money and you would like to take a chance and you think that the fundamentals of this company are good, this looks cheap to me. This looks like it's on sale a little bit. Could it be more on sale? Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to come back. I don't think they're going to go down. I think they're innovative. I think they do a good job. Despite I think you the, just changed your story. I, I think you did just changed not. your story. I was yes, not saying. They, I yes, think you did. As they, they, they've been dra- down by a lot of what's going on in the market right you would agree with this correct yes absolutely and they have certain fundamentals that are going to be going but if if you're one of these people that thinks oh they're going to be bogged down in china with all these supply i I don't think that's true and i think that there will be some people that are going to make some money off of this stock i I don't know if i'm going to be one of them obviously but yeah no i think it's i think you are obligated no no you are obligated uh, right now to get in there no with with all right how about this uh if it if it goes to 145 oh jesus you're, obli- you're obligated to get in oh there. jesus it's on sale it is on sale at 145 it has i remember early i remember like years. early 2009 that thing was just it, it, that thing was so cheap you remember it was like half of the value that it was before when the recession started and there was oh no no look no it, it has a history oh. of of 30 and 40 percent it, it, it does happen there's no, there's no question about it. But no, overall, overall, it's a pretty good, uh, it's a pretty good bet. Well, and in the past 365 days, they're they're only up about 31 percent in the past 365 days. So obviously, these people don't know what they're doing. <laughs> no, they've, yeah, they've, they've no clue. No, they, they have no clue. Uh, but I'm hoping they'll, hopefully, the World Highlight League can come back. They can sign some live events with that one, and maybe they can get that. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. <laughs> 